0: War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, remember for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401. 439-6028. you're listening to the John DePietro show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is depietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them, folks. They are thriving, especially this week. This is a great week to stop in. Annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. They are a full scale nursery. They're also Rhode Island's number one garden center. Everything you need to make your home look fantastic gift certificates are available they're open seven days a week located 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown people drive from all over large selection beautiful patio pots vegetable plants and herbs tropical mandavillas, hibiscus plants screen lumen mulch are also available pickup and delivery it's pr landscape materials in garden center and also look for them on facebook so the story regarding state senator tara mack uh, you can see a lot about it. We have it on the website, toPetro.com. We have a lot on social media. The story has just rocketed. I don't particularly care for the way that the media is covering it locally. Locally. Uh, just some of the headlines about it. You know, Tierra Mac posts something on TikTok and everyone gets upset. Um, it, it's That is true. But the thing that seemingly gets people upset, and if you haven't seen it, it's everywhere. It even made Tucker Carlson last night. But the part about it that upsets people is number one she is she's an elected state senator from Providence she is who she is but she carries this attitude of I'm very comfortable in my own skin and anytime anyone questions her cuz Channel 6 caught up with her the the answer is all the same right like picture instead of her being an elected official uh, pretend she's a chef in a restaurant. Anyone that complains about the food, she immediately goes into saying that the reason why people are complaining is because she's a woman of color. She is openly gay. And um, and that's why they have a problem with her. Because she's a, a woman of color and, and she's gay. And that's what it is. It It never... Comes into her mind that maybe that's not it. That maybe it's it's her behavior. That is it. Like in her mind, it's never possible that number one she's never wrong, but number two that maybe that's not it. She always her big line is she's unapologetically Tiara. Although everyone could say that about everyone, right? Um, that's like someone that sometimes people say to me, well, you know, he has very strong opinions. Well, everyone does, or most people do. So that's not that's not an, an out that's not an an out for a certain type of behavior. With her, everything is I I should be able to do whatever I want. In fact, when she first arrived on the scene, which was January of last year, twenty one, she did an interview where she basically said there should never be any criticism of her, that because of who she is, because she's a young woman of color, who happens to be um, prefer same sex relationships therefore in her mind <clears throat> any press should be positive of her so the headline of she posted something on tiktok it got everyone upset it's more the public nature of it uh she's on a granted listen you can recognize it it's block island it doesn't look like there are a lot of people are on the beach but it's not the same as if she's just doing it in her home in her yard people looking at it saying is she doing this on a public beach she's an elected official and there have been some pretty thoughtful commentary on it. But I want to play. This is uh, Tucker Carlson last night.
1: He's an amazing performer. Here's her latest campaign ad.
0: And then they show her on the beach. <laughs> and the twerking. Upside down twerking.
1: Vote Senator Mack.
0: Vote Senator Mack.
1: So you ever have those moments where you see something and you're like, oh, that's the future. That's what it looks like. We saw Tierra Mack head in the sand twerking. And we thought, man, that's the Democratic Party 2020. So not everyone liked it. And she responded this way on Twitter. Quote, damn, twerking upside down really makes the conservative, unhinged internet accounts pop off on Monday. And nevertheless, she wrote, I'm really excited for the House sex ed bill hearing later today. Teaching comprehensive, queer, inclusive, pleasure-based sex ed was a highlight of my time teaching. And you got to wonder, since she just summarized Everything the Democratic Party is for. Yep. Why isn't her own party embracing her? Why is she still a state senator in Rhode Island? Why isn't she Secretary of State? Why aren't they pushing her for president? Oh, she's not old enough, really? Because the racist Constitution says she's not old enough. Why not change the Constitution? Why not make Tiara Mac your standard bearer in twenty twenty four? But they're not. They're pushing Joe Biden. who's like a hundred years old, pale, stale Joe Biden. And then Hillary Clinton and Pete judge again. Talk about systemic racism. Tierra Mac, 2024. She ought to run with the guy in the dress who oversees Biden's nuclear waste. Now, again,
0: he's being facetious, meaning Tucker Carlson. But that got a lot of exposure last night. Now, I also noticed there was this man. Listen to this very thoughtful response. This man is very knowledgeable. He talks about black history. He is a person of color. And he talks about people of color getting elected. Listen to his take. This completely flies in the face of, oh, conservatives are upset and Republicans are upset. Why can't anyone just be upset? Listen to what he says about Tierra Mac. The
2: state senator who was single-handedly trying to undo everything that other people have done. There's so much wrong with this twerking video uh, that I don't really know where to begin. Um, the fact that there's no shame and embarrassment. I'm not even talking about politics. I had to... I'm not even going to get into her politics. You know, I don't live in Rhode Island, but what what the heck is going on? There's so much wrong with this. Why is she feels like this would appeal to anyone, particularly African-Americans? But why would this appeal to anyone? This video. Um, As a woman, I believe she's a member of LGBT. Shameful, disgusting um, and all that. And listen, I don't have a problem with people doing things what they want to do in the privacy of their home. I don't have any problem with twerking. I love a beautiful woman. I love a beautiful body. But time and a place and professionalism has to mean something. A time and a place to do something and professionalism has to be, mean something. There's certain people who don't think we should be in certain Time
0: and a here. place and professionalism have to mean something. You know, think of that. And it stands out. And I will tell you now, also, she did talk with Channel 6 last night and good for them. Uh, channel 12 interesting enough did nothing on the story channel 10 did a little piece on the story but the way he just summed it up now i will tell you the media wants to flame kind of put this out as like it's no big deal and what's the big deal here and blah 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 that that's that's how they want to treat it whether or not they actually um think that but that's kind of the theme that they want. This is a Channel 6 uh, story about, again, Senator Mack with the upside down, um, the beach chart. She's there. not
3: your typical politician. ABC 6
1: News reporter Daniel Coach spoke with Senator Mack today. Joining us now live in the newsroom with the interview you'll see only on ABC 6. Daniel
3: yeah, John, Senator Mack has represented Senate District 6 for the last two years at the State House. She's up for re-election in September, and she told me today that she's not concerned about the backlash of the video because her constituents voted her in to
1: break the mold of a stereotypical politician. State Senator Tiara Mack representing District 6 in Providence, receiving backlash for this TikTok she posted over the holiday weekend. Vote Senator Mack! It now has over 45,000
3: views on the app. Provocative video sparking debate whether this is appropriate behavior from a public servant. Senator Mack telling ABC6 the video is her way of expressing
1: herself. Here we go. Ready? Breaking the mold of a typical politician. Uh, these
3: are folks who don't.
0: Now, I just want to th- where this took off was um, Laurie of Parents United posted on Twitter. Then Libs of TikTok picked up on it. That has over one million views. <laughs> 40,000 views on TikTok is not going viral, okay? But listen to her standard response to anyone who ever disagrees with her.
3: They care about policy. They care about um, attacking a young apologetic person because they see that she is filled with joy and is undeterred by their hate. Governor McKee said he was unaware of the viral video Tuesday. What, what was the term we used? <laughs> Twerking, I don't even know what that means.
2: What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Senator Max says the backlash is mostly coming from political opponents and conservatives. While her constituents are supportive of what she says... Is a
0: she is of but offers acceptance. no evidence for that. I don't
1: think that anyone in my community would see me enjoying my day off as anything other than uh their state
3: senator enjoying her free time after working really hard for them the last
0: well, two years. Yeah, but it's on her campaign account Those
3: in district six that we spoke with and were split she's asking via.
0: for votes. They
3: shouldn't be
1: restricted just because of, you know, what position they might hold. It's twenty twenty two, right? So um
0: Can I just uh, can we stop up for a moment? Uh, no see notice this her opinion it's posed as if she should be prevented from doing it i'm going to go back to what that very thoughtful individual said about time and place either it means something professionalism time and place now to even tear max version of things senator mac doesn't hold up with this business of they're seeing someone on her day off enjoying she has two tiktok accounts she posted this on her campaign account she's asking for, for vote senator mac so no one's saying, uh, you know, she shouldn't be. Ha- no one is saying, should it be against the law for someone to do that? Should she be allowed it? To- Notice they, they they completely missed the point. And as far as, oh, my constituents, they love it. They like me unrestricted. They based on what and why is it immediately? See, it's framed. Oh, conservatives don't like it. Why couldn't it just be a regular person doesn't like it? Why couldn't it be an independent doesn't like it? Why couldn't it be someone that lives in her district who's a Democrat that doesn't like it? Why does it have to be framed as, oh, that's just the conservatives that don't like it? So this person says, you know, I think she, it should be allowed. It shouldn't be against the law. Who said it would be against the law? All right, it continues. Okay with
1: it. She's not like doing anything that's so, that people haven't. Who said she was? Oh my God. That's ridiculous. I mean, really? Who wants to have our senator doing stuff like this? I was elected saying the F word. I was elected as an unapologetically queer woman. This is the same person that was elected in 2020 who is going to lead with empathy, compassion, love and silliness. Senator Mack telling ABC6 News conservatives are all worked up over her
0: tour. See, that's her framing of it conservatives are all worked up once again over a black no no that that's not what what, why is that that's her version of what's happening here that's not the version of what's happening here that's that's her version of events that's how she's justifying it i will tell you i think she's in panic mode and again i want to go back to what that very thoughtful individual said he talks about the history of of people of color being elected but the media definitely falls into the camp of anyone that's against it um that they you know oh see here you go this is they want to hold about oh you know why they feel that way because she's a woman of color that's what it's about what that that is a her always her default if if you disagree with her you know why it's because she's a woman of color if you disagree with her it's because she's openly gay if you disagree with her it's because you're jealous she has an Ivy League education. Why can't it be? In her mind, it never occurs to her, or she won't admit that perhaps she's wrong and the person disagrees with her because of her stand on the issue. All right. We have a lot ahead on this Wednesday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality. Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401-732-1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved call and book an appointment now 401-732-1730 for j perry paving Our listening to the John DePetro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is depetro.com Joining us right now is a columnist with the Boston Globe. It is Dan McGowan. And uh, Dan McGowan, I'd, I'd like to like to start off with uh, last week, I believe I believe you were there. I was the, the, right before the holiday weekend kicked in. And um, Congressman Jim Langevin held a, a press briefing with General Treasurer Seth Magaziner uh, seemed to come together at the last moment. To me, this is just it was just more reaction to that Boston Globe uh, Suffolk poll. There was a lot wrong with the the press briefing, and I'm not I'm not sure how much it's actually going to serve him. But I'd like to hear your thoughts a little bit on this this Langevin. Let's all rally behind Seth Presser.
3: Yeah, well, so I had two thoughts, one one being somewhat broad and then one being a little bit inside baseball that maybe is nitpicky. The the big picture one, look, it, I think it confirms what you and I talked about last week and what was, I think, the buzz of the state last week, that Alan Fung is, you know, everything seems to break his way right now, right? You, you know, there, at that moment, we know that there was going to be, you know, he wasn't going to have a Republican op- opponent in the lead in the polls. You know, lots of things. Independence very much breaking his way, and I think Seth Magaziner, um, you know, looks at this ha- as we've been saying. Look, Seth has, for who he is, uh, you know, he's not the most exciting candidate in the world, but he's cons- he's you know consolidated lots of support behind him. He's got lots of institutional support, and I think Jim Lynchman probably looked at this as a relatively risk free. Um, you know, endorsement. I think he, he knows Seth Magaziner is going to win this primary, uh, or at least he thinks strongly that Seth Magaziner is going to win this primary. And I think he kind of uh you know it was a little bit jumping on the bandwagon so you know it could look like to some degree you know he had some influence over this race you're not going to see very much we know that sarah morgenthal appears to be staying in the race we know that you know joy fox is staying in the race the firefighter cameron moquin dropped out but he wasn't a factor in the race anyway um this doesn't move david siegel away from the race. So, you know, I I think it was a little bit of a kind of a safe move by Langevin, but also it shows you that threat of how much, you know, how much of a factor Alan Fung is in this race. I thought the the, too this is a a little bit inside baseball, but one thing I did not like about the press conference was if you heard it, uh, Seth Magaziner kept on talking about talking to the press, talking to us as as though we were all on the same team. He kept on yeah. saying how, you know, we're gonna show, you know, that Alan Fung is out of touch with, you know, the average Rhode Islander. And I hope, you know, I hope you guys can do that for us. And I'd never like that first of all, it feeds into the, you know, very much prolific narrative that, you know, the media is in bed with Democrats. Um, so I hate that. I mean, if I'm, if I'm the Republicans, if I'm Alan Fung, you know, I'm using that as fuel. Um, I also just, it, it is, it is not the, I mean, the reporters who are there and the journalists who are there, you know, are, are not people who are. Uh, you know, Ted Nisi and Ian Donis are not saddling up to, you know, support uh, Seth magazine or certainly, no. uh, certainly I'm not. Um, and so I thought it was a weird message and it shows you there wasn't that much to say, right. He just kind of had to keep going back to his talking points. And it became this conversation it was almost, it was almost like he was talking to us as though we were, you know, volunteers for his campaign. I thought it right. was a strange conversation to be
0: having. It was, and it was almost kind of like, all right, like, let's all agree I'm the only one that can do this. Yes. So guys, let's stop the pretense that this is... But Dan McGowan, now, um, and and I don't mind inside, inside baseball, if I'm Joy Fox, she worked for Langevin, number one, number two, he could have done this two months ago. Um, as much as in a regular poll, the Channel 12 poll showed, all right, I think that he has a, a clear advantage. But in the Globe poll, it's it's not like he's you know, blowing away everyone else. I I think one of the candidates has 32%. I mean, they're all losing the fung and he's just like
3: slightly better, like, slightly
0: yeah. better. So yes. I found that right. I kind of found that stunning and also condescending this, this guy, let's face it, you know, of privilege and, and certainly a means. And he switched races as standing up there and talking about women's rights when he's basically telling two women to get out of the race.
3: Yeah. One of whom is, is going to spend a lot of money in, in terms of Sarah Morgenthau. And then you're right to the other, you know, uh, joy Fox is somebody who's probably not going to win this race, but has certainly raised some, you know, heads and has, you know, tried to run kind of a scrappy campaign. I, I think it's a, it's a good point. And in, 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 here's the other factor. If you're, if Jim Langevin was going to endorse two or three months ago, you would have a bunch of candidates who would say, Hey, okay, you know, we're going to pack the, we're going to pack it up. Right. Sure. Joy Joy Fox might've packed it up. If, if, if Langevin called her and said, Hey, you know, you got to get out of this race or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to endorse in this race. Now, I mean, you think about these people again, use somebody like Joy Fox as a good example, you know, this is not somebody who has money to be, you know, to spend the summer running for office, right? She's had to raise everything she's had to do. She's put her business relatively on hold. Uh, You know, there's a whole bunch of just kind of personal financial, uh, you know, situations here. And, And by the way, same thing, Sarah Morgenthau, you know, again, independently wealthy, all that stuff, but had a nice job in Washington, had to kind of uproot her family a bit if this was going to happen it probably should have happened a few months ago by the way it wouldn't have mattered all that much I think you probably uh you know it's not like the Jim Langevin endorsement is is in any way stunning right but it, you're right I, I think it I think it caught a couple of people I, I think that particularly Joy Fox who worked for him as you said yeah what would thought she was going to kind of get through without having to, uh, you know, have this situation where her former boss is against or be like Gina Raimondo coming out and endorsing, uh, you know, magazine, or that would be, I think, an insult to her. And on top of that, I
0: mean, I think I just heard that David Siegel, Mr. Zoom, that, but I heard he, he raised an, a, a tremendous amount of money with Elizabeth Warren the other
3: night. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's, look, he's been raising, he, he actually r- raised a pretty healthy amount of money, you know, from sort of his national network. This is what, you know, David Siegel is good at. Like yeah. he is not particularly great as a kind of a one-on-one person. No. He's a little awkward and, and, you know, you kind of don't understand like what, what exactly he's all about, but he is a guy who has always been a really good organizer And what he's done in the last 10, 12 years, he wasn't around Rhode Island very much, uh, but he was, you know, kind of uh, building a national network of like, you know, he was doing kind of the Bernie Sanders progressive thing without being the Bernie Sanders progressive. That's right. And now it's coming back. You know, he's going to be a problem um, if he, I guess I should say he can be a problem for Seth Magaziner if he chooses to be. If he makes this, you know everything. You have to take your position. Everything to the left. You know, if, if if he sets himself up as sort of the you know the candidate of the squad, that that's a problem for Seth Magaziner because it will force him to move. You know to the left, which hurts him with independents, hurts him with conservative Democrats, and obviously hurts him with Republicans.
0: You know, Dan McGowan again, folks. So speak with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Um, just my observation. Watch the Morgenthau campaign because I, obviously I live in cd2 the whole you know gender send a woman to congress there that may have legs she's not going away she's everywhere by the way she's very aggressive uh people have kind of reached out to me like should i take this coffee and so forth and and i'm like you know go ahead and listen and but she's really working the, the the woman vote and i i think that that's why I thought that was a very tone deaf press briefing on on on, uh, on with him and Langevin, such magazine. Only because I, what's the Bill Belichick rule? Like, let's not look ahead to the next opponent. When he just started talking about Fung in November, and it, it just seemed very much, I thought, well, and he, condescending, he, he, insulting
3: and and John, he's been I mean, he's been doing that since the beginning. He, he yeah. kicked off the campaign talking about Alan Fung. Alan Fung was still dancing around whether he was going to do it or not, right? So. Right. You know, he was very clear and, and that, that's obviously the strategy that he wants to run. You know, it, it makes, I, I suppose it makes a little bit of sense if you, re, you know, if you're looking at this field and you're not quite seeing, you know, what it is that's going to, uh, you know, how, how are these other candidates are going to kind of separate themselves. But you just point to a really interesting and in and, and this moment, I think, important one. Sarah Morgenthau is on television and is spending lots of money making the case that like, it's time to send a democratic woman to Washington. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do think that she, that, that's a, that's a message, you know, it's a little low common denominator, but it is a message that will I think resonate to some degree. And yeah. he, here's the worst case for, for Seth magazine. Again, if you're, if you're saying to me, you know, who would you place a bet on in this primary? I'm, I'm of course going to say, you know, magazine is clearly the favorite, What you don't want, Is Seth Magaziner to come out of this primary 35% to 28% to, you know, 50? If this doesn't look like he cleaned up, then – you do get all those conversations. Boy, the Democrats, all they all consolidated behind Seth. They didn't even have the best candidate in the race. It starts to become a little bit of that Hillary Clinton narrative of everybody yes. got behind Clinton. Yeah. And actually, the energy was with Bernie Sanders.
0: That's exactly right. And one one last point on that, Dan McGowan. I was surprised. He said, I will debate Alan Fung. Uh, and, and both he and, and Lynchman said he's a nice guy. Yeah. But he said, I'll debate him 20 times. I was surprised. that, And and again, I could have gone, I should have gone, but I just couldn't pull it together. But I was surprised someone didn't say, for instance, I am unaware if he's agreed to debates with David Siegel, Morgenthau, and and Joy Fox. Maybe you know more than, than I do, but that was quite a thing to throw out. And no one said, so you're going to, what What about your current opponents in the primary?
3: Yeah, I, I'm fairly certain that Channel 12 has locked down a day okay. before the primary okay. uh, to have those guys on stage. But it, you know what? It's a really fair question because it does, you know, if, if, if I'm the other candidates and this is, this is a, a little bit of a, you know, a, a sign that in, in many cases, these other candidates aren't quite ready for prime time either. Yep. If I'm them, I would be out saying, here's my proposal for 20 debates with yes. the primary, right? That's right. And, and this is the, the the one reason why, again, I you know, aside from a lot of these other factors, but one thing that I, I think the reason Seth has a, a massive kind of advantage here is that I think that there is uh a lot of the a lot of the other candidates in the race I don't think they have a huge incentive to go negative against, you know, the guy who, very well could be a congressman in Rhode Island for a really long time. You know, if you're Joy Fox, sure. you run a small public relations business, you depend on government money at yeah. times. You know, Sarah Morgenthau wants to be kind of this, like, you know, uh, influential player in the National Democratic Party. Are you going to rub up Good against, point. you know, so I, I think people are, are, are kind of dancing on coals here a little bit, but look, they're not going to separate themselves if they don't take, you know, some reasonable shots at the you know the favorite here and there are they're very reasonable this is not saying you know this doesn't have to be about his father this can be any number of things that you could question about you know uh you know Seth Magaziner as this you know favorite in the race you you could go at him kind of above board and not run a super negative campaign but still raise questions but they haven't done it yet.
0: Folks, we're going to take a, a quick break. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, much more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care, urgent health care facility Providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families specializing in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment service, at med urgent care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals. They're a cost efficient health care alternative to hospital based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk in routine, urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic, and trauma, work related injuries physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Well, Dan, the story that just uh, rocketed, and I did see it on the 4th of July. Uh, nothing wrong. Taking a little time off. Never mind the holiday. They're out <laughs> of session. But uh, State Senator Tara Mack, what I do find curious, and listen, this is – she is very comfortable in her own skin. This is who I am. Um, I do find it curious that she – she, as someone that's on TikTok, um, she, she has two accounts on TikTok. One's just the personal – The others, the campaign account, Gina Raimondo, they all kind of have, here's who I am, the campaign one, then here's like the official one from my office. She posted this video of her on Block Island with some friends and they're having fun and making videos on her campaign account. And at the very end, you know, throws out the vote, you know, vote Mac. Um, If this is on her personal account and then it's just goofing around, I, I I don't think it's a big deal, but that... Boy, that's that's the opposite of what has happened just over the last twenty four hours.
3: Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think a decision to make this uh, essentially make this a campaign thing by by your right by posting this on your campaign account. Look, I, on one on one hand, I think this is this is exactly what she was looking for. Right? She wanted she wanted John DePietro to get mad, and she wanted Tucker Carlson to get mad, and you know the Republicans kind of fed into this and sent a fundraising email, and so it for her. And for what I guess you would call her base, this is, you know, this is bait, right? This is, uh, you know, I am who I am and everybody hates me. And, and you know, you need, to, you need to send me money and you need to vote for me. Um, I think what you're seeing a little bit is it w- within the Democratic Party, I'll tell you, the, you know, of all the uh, text messages and emails I got yesterday, you know, constantly... I was getting the the Demo- you know Democrats behind the scenes sending me, oh, did you see what the Republicans said about her? There's a lot of Democrats who don't want to say it because they're scared and they don't want to get attacked. Democrats are in this state are pretty concerned with kind of the, the you know, just a, somewhat of a, of a silly decision that she made here. But again, you're not going to hear anyone, uh, you know, really step up and say anything. You're, you're also not going to hear, this is a Broader problem, I think, within the Democratic Party in this state is there's no accountability at all. There's no one to, you know, right. call, David Cicilline is not calling her up and saying, hey, maybe cool it here. Uh, you know, and, and forget Dave, you know, I, I just use Cicilline as an example. There's nobody, Joe McNamara is not going to do this. So there's no. no, there's no level of accountability which allows. Uh, you know, I, I think these candidates who are, who can, she's a Senator. She's a, she's won a race. She beat a deacon, yeah. right? She beat, she beat Harold Metz. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, there's no one though that can can kind of call her and maybe tell her to comment, comment down. And again, she's kind of looking for that anyway because she wants to then follow up and say, look, even the, you know, my own party is against me, right? This is very much an attention grab. It,
0: it is. Um, and, and on top of that, I mean, that's, who she is? I I think they're well. First of all, you know I, they don't call her up. Instead, they get Joe almeida to run against her in the primary. Right. So I think that's how the that's true. The good point. Very good. And I point. do want to point out, folks, there is a, a story, an article about it in the Boston Globe. And at the very end, it was comical with the reporters that that uh, Governor Mckee didn't really know what it was and he hadn't seen it and so forth. But I think Dan McGowan. I again, it, she didn't. She's goofing around. It's the Fourth of July. I wouldn't say I'm angry. I think Tucker Carlson was just kind of. It's kind of like this is a sitting state senator. Absolutely, uh, yeah. In in Rhode Island, but I think it's just more. I'd be curious how many Democrats going door to door just get asked about it because I I I think it just plays to the narrative just a little bit. Not a, not, but plays to the narrative that that you know the defund the police that the Democrat Party that it's so far left. This is one of their members that's where i just think it i'd be curious to hear how some people encounter people because people are definitely talking about it i know people a lot of the articles are saying conservatives are upset and you're right tucker carlson did a huge piece on it but it's as we know it's the independence in rhode island and i have a feeling you know i'd be curious that like mayor funk stood you know he's right now he's stayed away from it but just how an independent voter Warwick Cranston, what do they think what? of of that and if they saw that like at roger wheeler beach or at scarborough <laughs> yeah. or
3: well and think about this i mean again like we all you know live in a, this world where you know, and when i say we i and you and i and, and journalists you know where where you do pay some level of attention to you know really nitty-gritty stuff in this case i, I think you're right about this because it's not. There are a lot of viewers of Tucker Carlson here in Rhode Island. Yeah. There are, you know, there are a lot of people that flipped on, you know, Channel Ten last night and watched the first, you know, the A block of the six o'clock news and saw this kind of thing in there. And that, you're right. I think they say, hey, especially outside of Providence, look, this doesn't change uh, her, you know, Tiara Max Senate District. I don't think in any way, um, you know, Joel Mita, longtime rep, but he's gonna have a hard time. Uh, beating her given she's the sides candidate. She's going to get plenty of votes, all that. thing. So she's got, a, you know, she, she's probably a favorite in her own district, but you're right where this plays is if you got, if you're Seth Magaziner's campaign and you're knocking oh. doors, do you want to answer questions about this? If you were, <laughs> you know, lots of folks uh, in, in the party, you know, again, in tougher districts and you're just starting. remember, you know, candidates only officially filed last week. There's right. a lot of people who for the first time are knocking on doors. That's right in, in the getting suburbs signatures. Getting, getting signatures. signatures. Right. Yeah. And somebody, you know, you're at the grocery store saying, Hey, can you, you know, can you sign? I need 50 signatures, whatever the number is. And and somebody says to you, Well, yeah, I mean you're a Democrat. Does that mean that you're with that, you know, the Tierra Mac, or are you with, you know, uh, Jim Langevin, right? Like, you get asked that kind of question. What kind of Democrat are you, I think, is a a relatively common discussion that happens on the doors and, you know, at the supermarket.
0: And one more point about that, Dan McGowan. Again, like, you know, sometimes I, I think I'm just, I'm too inside. But, you know, you look at the video. Okay, it's Block Island. It doesn't look like there's anyone around. So they're just goofing around and having fun and making some TikTok videos and so forth. But I'm getting asked like was that at bonnet short she did that <laughs> or was that you know and and i take my grandchildren to the beach and you know do you know is that scarborough that she's at that's the part that that almost i think and sometimes the media is missing that people envision they think she's doing that in the sand next to where you know they're with their family and kids are playing in the sand now that's again right. they were remote i didn't see anyone else but that's the part that I I think is lost on Atira Mac that that it's she can do whatever she wants. She's very comfortable who she is and so forth. But I think that's the part that maybe she misses that someone would think, "Gee, is she going to do that next to me while well, I'm like it, with it, my family?"
3: It's the part. I mean, we could be honest about this. It's the part that most of us in the media miss about this too. We don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. Right. You, right. No, none of us like being called a racist or whatever, uh, you know, or, you know, sexist and, and I'm as guilty of this as anybody, I admit okay. that. So it, it becomes this very dicey and you kind of, you know, I always think of it as, you know, you end up picking your spots and this is one of those ones that, you know, you, you, you and I can have, a, I think, an intelligent and, and like thoughtful conversation about it at times. It's hard if you're, again, if you're doing the channel 10 piece, you know, do you go and go to the beach and do you get, like, man on the beach, uh, you know, reaction <laughs> to it? Then you got to show the video. It, it's a hard thing to kind of get across. Uh, yeah. But you, you're right. I mean, I think people do. Wait a minute. Was that? Where were they doing that? Where are they doing that?
0: Happened, they doing you know? that people don't yeah. know. Like, is right. that Oakland Beach? No, So so 10 did it and they have a full thing. You guys did a big story on it. And then Channel 6 actually caught up with her. Channel 6 did the... They went into a district, showed some people the video. Some okay. older people yeah. didn't really for care for that. it. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DiBietro Show. time means grill time. And for the best grill, get a new grill. Stop in and see my friends jay's broadway appliance and tv j apostrophe S, yes, broadway appliance and tv located 47 cedar swamp road that's route 5 smithfield you can call them 401-949-7800 springtime summer this is the best time to grill outside they have a great selection on grills they also have a great selection on all appliances family-run business since 1963 remember you're going to deal directly with the owner and they will match or beat any package deal when it comes to appliances. Do you need a new refrigerator? How about a new dishwasher, washing machine, dryer, oven, microwave? Jay's Broadway Appliance. Look for them online at jsappliance.com. Also on Facebook, springtime, summer is grill time. Stop in and see them. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. You can make an appointment for more personal Saturday and Sunday Appointments. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 401 949 7800 Better yet, drive in and see them. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And Dan, there is an interesting story in the Boston Globe in in today of that that bizarre out of nowhere on the on the T over the weekend. This Patriot front, these guys in khaki pants, and they have their Faces covered, they're all almost in matching outfits with the neck, white neck, gordia, hiding their faces. And they they marched for a few minutes with a, a snare drum and flags on the Freedom Trail. Uh, then they dispersed, they had some interaction, there was some kind of a fight with a person of color. But, um, boy, it, the authorities and the mayor of Boston made it very clear the good article in the Boston Globe well, they had no idea that this was, was going to take place. And it turns out it's this Patriot Front group that I they were in the news for something out of Idaho, but it was, it was such a bizarre
3: scene to see this. Well, that's the, bi- the big surprise here. I mean, remember whenever these kind of, uh, you know, whenever you see a big, uh, let's call it protest, whatever. Uh, and, and this doesn't matter what, you know, whether it's right wing or, you know, certainly remember the state police was very, said they were very well aware what was going to happen with the riots in Providence kind yep. of ahead of time usually these guys are you know have lots of ways to be able to track kind of what's happening right none of this happened none of these things spread without social media you know it's very uh easy might be strong but but law enforcement does usually does a pretty good job of being able to track this to be completely caught off guard uh you know that suggests either were you you caught blindsided because you weren't looking you weren't doing your job or you know, the potentially more kind of concerning conversation becomes, you know, are, are groups getting smarter? Again, could be anybody, uh, you know, and, and kind of f- figuring out that like they want to be able to make the splash kind of sneak up on people. And is that, you know, is that what we're going to start to see over the next couple of years, you know, heading into a 24 election, that's going to be volatile. But even this year where, you know, you're going to, you're going to see people organizing and, and, and trying to kind of sneak up on, a city or a state or the police things like that
0: now there's also a good story folks in today's boston globe and dan mcgowan talks about it on roadmap now this is something that you don't find in other states but we do have it it does seem to be worked effective police talk about it one city that really utilizes it is cranston and that is the rhode island red flag gun law
3: yeah and this is that that law that, that you saw i mean just a couple of weeks ago when congress passed uh, you know, what they call a kind of national gun, you know, reform, one of the things is providing states funding to do this red flag law. Essentially, it is, you know, hey, I'm concerned about John DePietro. He's got a gun. Uh, you know, he's been threatening his family or threatening himself. Can you go in there? What, the, what law enforcement can do is come in, they can seize your weapon initially for 14 days, then they can ask a judge to do it for a year, they can renew it. Um, and you're right. I mean, Cranston's. You know, used it way more than everybody else, which I was surprised. But I kind of thought you were going to see. Uh, I, I wasn't totally surprised. Providence kind of rarely uses it seven times in the last uh, in the last four years, 128 total. Uh, you know, in that time, and Cranston way more than everybody else. I, I sort of thought you'd see more in the. You know, kind of the the, the Gloucesters and the Boroughvilles, that was just sort of my guess. And no, in fact, Cranston, the second largest city, is where the, you know, about a third of these, more than a third, have happened.
0: Um, Folks, again, we're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And and Dan, just as, you know, the Providence police, uh, for some reason, it always seems to happen right around this time of year, as they're about to go into the Fourth of July weekend or just the, the first two months of the summer, the there's a good story folks in the boston globe that they are apparently police also the attorney general are looking into what would look to be some kind of police brutality on an arrest
3: yeah i feel like this uh providence can't get out of its own way sometimes and and particularly you look the the way providence does its fireworks they do it down there in india Point park you get a lot of people you know people spend the entire day drink and then you you know you're all in one you know area you do get these kind of situations uh It feels like every year, but in this one in particular, you know, the only video I think any of us have seen is, you know, I don't know if it's 30, 40 seconds of of what appears to be cell phone camera video, and you see, you know, uh, two officers trying to, you know, restrain somebody. Um, and it looks like, you know, for at least the first half of the video, you say, oh, that's a pretty good arrest. You know, like they, they managed to get everything under control. And then you see an officer kind of push the guy's head right into the ground. Yeah. Um, that's where, you know, that push into the ground is going to be, you know, something that you're going to see a lot of f- people, um, you know, talking about. And, and this is why there's an investigation into it. I think the police did an interesting job yesterday, the police department by putting out his mugshot and showing that, you know, this guy's face wasn't caved in, right? He wasn't, right. Uh, there wasn't, you know, a massive you know a, amount point. of injuries for him. Yeah. Because I, 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 what, what my guess would be is they want people to know this wasn't, you know, an extreme case of brutality, though it, do- it certainly doesn't look good. Uh, we know kind of how Providence treats this. I'll be interested, given how, Chief Clements handled the John Lugo thing last week. I'll be interested to see how they handle this one and how quickly they, you know, make a determination and that sort of thing. Because again, they were real quick to the punch with with Mr. Lugo. In this case, um, you know, they they may go back to kind of their normal way, which is you know waiting for a while. You'll probably get the mayor to weigh in at some point. That's going to make everybody mad. Um, and so it could go back to kind of taking their time on this as opposed to the, you know, very speedy statement.
0: Dan McGowan, what also was surprising, though, was the, the rank. This isn't like, you know, maybe sometimes this type of thing, and I'm not just could happen with kind of a younger patrol person frustrated. And then, you know, they'll say just just as, you know, you got the arrest, everything's going well, and then you they blow it at the end. These are that's a captain and a lieutenant that are yeah. that were doing that.
3: Well, and, and I think that's another reason. Again, I, Amanda Milkovitz, my colleague, has been covering this, so I, I don't want to pretend like I'm super tapped in on this you know, with, with sourcing. it just It's notable, I think, as I said, the fact that they show the, um, you know, the mug, mug shot, coming. things like sure. that. I, I do think that there, this is one of those ones where, hey, that looks bad. It might not have been as bad as it, as it looks from a camera video from some distance away.
0: Sure. Folks, we're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, who had an interesting column. And I'm, I'm curious the type of feedback he got off it. Sheldon Whitehouse has no fear of missing out about the Supreme Court, Dan McGowan.
3: Well, the number one piece of feedback I got was, you know, over my dead body, will Sheldon Whitehouse, you know, be on the Supreme Court? Yeah. I, I, I want to be clear that I was in no way suggesting I think he should be on the court. Uh, what, I, what I was saying was it is it is widely known. You and I have talked about it. Um, he was asked by, pres- by vice president at the time, Biden, to, uh, to be vetted for the, this, yes. the, the, this uh, appointment that ultimately went to uh, Elena Kagan. In fact, I'm not sure if this is exactly right, but I think that one of the times that Joe Biden was in, was in Rhode Island, I think he mentioned this and sort of alluded to the idea sure. that, hey, you know, this was something we consider. You got to go back in time, 2010. This is before those midterm elections, and it's the first term of Obama. They had, I think, fifty-seven Democrats in, you know, in the in the Senate, so they had a a strong majority. Yeah, Uh, it was. I I went back to actually check myself to make sure on this because they had, you know, there was lots of talk about, hey, maybe we put a senator on the court, you know, maybe maybe that's the right move. So this was a a very real conversation at the time you know what i wanted to talk to him there's a little bit of clickbait in this right it's like he, he could have been on the court he's been very vocal about his concern so you know admittedly i i knew where i was coming from this but i'm stunned by a guy who's you know father was a diplomat he, this is a guy who's worked in government for virtually his entire life yeah. how vocal and how critical i mean he says you know they've got this credibility cri- the, the Supreme Court I'm talking about has this credibility crisis that he doesn't even think they're aware of. Um, mm. He's not just talking about now he, he's largely talking about you know the 6-3 majority for so-called conservative judges but actually he, he has you know a lot of concern about the, the so-called liberal justices not stepping up enough, right? not stepping up when it comes to kind of dark money situations in politics, um, not pushing hard for the Supreme Court, the only one, the only judicial branch or judicial uh, body that doesn't have any sort of ethics code to follow, right? They don't have to, they can recuse themselves, but they don't have to explain themselves, all these little things. But then where I think the most news was made liberal Sheldon Whitehouse, who, who everybody thinks of as one of the furthest to the left in the, in the, uh, in the Senate, says, I do not think right now we're ready for an expansion of the Supreme Court. Uh, he is he 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 is still in a place where he doesn't think the Democrats have done a good enough job to make the case for this yet. And uh, yeah, he's and so he while other members of his party are certainly pushing for an expansion of the Supreme Court, he is saying, nope, we have to we still have to make that case to uh, to the public. <laughs>
0: Folks, uh, I start my day each day, as you hear me mention uh, quite a bit, with roadmap. This is an email. It arrives in your inbox. It's free. It has links to all the stories. It's here's what's going on. Here's what's going to happen today, and you know other little nuggets. Dan McGowan, if you'd be so kind to extend the offer to everyone who's listening.
3: Yeah, folks. Very simple. And as John said, look, you're you know everybody's busy, but we're getting into an election season, especially. You want to know kind of. Everything you need to know. It's not going to be every single little fact that's happening in this state, but everything, good overview so you can go to your you know, summer parties and have informed conversations and really understand where candidates and what you know are, are thinking and what, where they're at on issues and just what are the issues driving the state. This is the easiest thing you can do. Send me a blank email, rinews at globe.com. All you have to do is send it to news at globe.com and you'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning
0: folks he is dan mcgowan dan you enjoy your vacation we'll catch you when you come back a great job as always
3: you too john thanks so much appreciate
0: it propane plus in rhode island for all your propane needs call them 401-885-4209 in massachusetts you can reach them at 508-252-3359 propane heating and cooling, 885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipietro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even TikTok. plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos contact log on right at the website dipietro.com